I like your mic stands. Oh, thank you. They um, are specially designed for bars. I use. Um, I do my reviews on an Osmo Pocket. Um, yeah, What's that? Oh, you never... separated by like this is. Next time I'll come, I'll bring it. You know, I try to keep things. No, no, no. Like it's, super it's, simple it's, and. Dude, it's a handheld. Right, mm-hmm. and it has, uh, and it's on a gimbal. Uh, well, is that like a gin-based drink? Yeah. Or? <laughs> yes, it's a gin-based drink. You can only you can only use it if you're drinking it. The, the gim- because it has a breathalyzer kind of thing. Okay. No, but um, comes Sorry. with its own like tripod, wireless mic. Um, face tracking. Wow. So when I do my reviews, I use my uh, iPad like behind the scenes as a teleprompter. Okay. And I have my my, my, my Osmo Pocket, which is stands about that big. It's like a handheld camera. It's, it's amazing. It's one of the best things. And then you take it around. It takes photos, panoramic, but it's, it's basically 4K video. You can, wow! Yeah, and you can shoot it raw. You know, it doesn't have to be perfect. We're not like. It's an amazing piece <laughs> He's like, once I start, I'm doing it right. That, this is Mo by DJI. Is, is that better? Yeah. And then how are those other lights? Too high? Those are fine. The background lights are fine. Okay, cool. Right now, you're getting some behind the scenes of our. Oh, are we already on? Yeah, of course. Yeah, we always kidding me. You have to like announce it. No, you don't. I feel like it's better. Oh, no. It is an all new drink stores by Lazy If you know anything about Albert, he, he loves the hot mic. <laughs> yeah, I just let it fly and like, but that's only this show. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> that's be- really good to know. Because just like at a bar, you always walk into a conversation. You know, it's it's never like, you know, no one's not talking or you something. Never, like you that. never know who you have. I mean, we, we went from, from just. About to run the show, and then we have a somebody who works in lighting in the movie industry, and yeah. <laughs> we need better lighting. <laughs> <laughs> you know, to light like this, yeah. Yeah. yeah, of all things, of all things, <laughs> yeah. Because it's it's so funny. Like when me and David started doing it, you know, we evolved. You know, David wanted to do video, and I was not not that I wanted to, but I was like, we're not there yet. Let's first work on the show. Get the audio, get get all that, and then we'll just build from there. Then last year we we did our first uh, like virtual show. We started doing that, yeah. and then you know we finally came back to the uh, the bar, and uh, you know I, I was just like, just one camera, that's all we need. And then uh, more and more, the, this bar changed. This bar changed, and so that one camera just couldn't get all the angles. And so yeah. then we're like two cameras, and now I'm like, oh, there wasn't a camera on the on the bartender. So now, so now we're into this. <laughs> this what thing. you see before you now. All right, I have to, What was the genesis of it all? Like drinking, what, oh, <laughs> drinking. God bless you. That's great. You I mean, we, we were just enough to not know better. Well, yeah. you decided well, to podcast. I think was I working here at the time. I don't know. I think I was already. I was working here, right? You might have. I, no, I don't think you were. I think I, think were just, I was. I, I think, don't know. I mean, and then we, we would talk, and you like you were like you ride your bike home, and yeah. Stuff, and we just started conversing, and then like we should do a podcast because you know we always thought like we said funny shit, and then little did I know at the time that he had he's done podcasts and yeah, I do my own stuff. You know what I mean. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm uh, which, by the way, guys, if you really want to support me, uh, I just did my first interview of this year. 
with a band. So uh, that comes out next week on EnterTheShell.com. Go ahead, check that out. Really cool band. Uh, what the band? Yeah, yeah. It's in. Uh, they're in uh, Raleigh, North Carolina, and uh, they're called the Thirsty Curses. So uh, I'm gonna have them on next week. I already already did the show, but um, I have to edit it and then you know put it in. But this is my first. I've I've this I've on this particular show. I've already done like 120 of these shows. Nice. So, but I mean, I've done over a thousand shows. So that you know, just all my little, you know, every show I have, I've I was always it's like always like. Kind of like been a band project where I'm like, okay, now I'm done with this band. Now I'm going to move on to another type of show and do that. So, um, yeah, I've been doing this for a long time. So nice. David just just goes, oh, you know. And, and that's the thing about a bar. People always have these crazy ideas. Yeah. And every now and then you're going to meet somebody that can fulfill those ideas. Yep. And so David's like, oh, we should start a you know podcast. And I'm like, little do you know. I have everything. I already know how to do it. And, like, I can get us up and running. In about a month, you yeah. know, and <laughs> we started on that table over there, and then, and then we did it over there, and we did it over there in the corner because the, the bar was shaped different, looked different right, before right, the remodel, right. and then we eventually migrated over this way, and it just kept growing, and like you know, a lot of our guests were the were the bartenders, the bartenders. <laughs> The bartenders, but now we've graduated uh, and, with us. Neither, I'm just. A and now movie we have guy. we have a a, uh, a movie critic. <laughs> just or, happened or, to be sitting in the wrong the wrong seat at the wrong. Yeah, time. exactly. <laughs> We're like we have no guest. But yet I'm in it. Most yeah. people don't. <laughs> Most people don't come here for this. And yeah. Oh. Thank you. All right, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, with okay, us is that's not true. Yeah, it's not true. This, this is an all the drinks towards by, and uh, you're having an old fashioned. Yes. Um, we'll get we'll get oh, and the bartender left <laughs> right after these messages. <laughs> right. So you want to kind of introduce yourself? Sure. You know what? I've never officially met you. Oh, so means, uh, I'm Dimitri. Okay. Uh, guess, though. Some other yeah. guests. Uh, like I said, I was here at the wrong time. Yeah. Uh, yes, you, you brought I do portos. Movie reviews. I brought portos. Yeah. Thank you for that. I do movie reviews uh, for for an association called the Hollywood Critics Association. Okay. Uh, it's how I met Maria. We had our first in person live uh, award ceremony just a few weeks ago. Uh, I've been remove, uh, reviewing movies since uh, God, since the early since God. Wow, yeah, since <laughs> God. a long time. That's what it feels like um, I don't like that movie since the early. <laughs> not, yeah, yeah, I don't like. Yeah, uh, yeah since, since like the early nineties, uh, I started okay. off doing them for a radio station in Boston called WBCN, wow. which no longer exists. And then I, I, I is it a Spanish station now? <laughs> A lot of radio stations turn into Spanish stations. It's <laughs> sad. It was 104.1 uh, FM, WBCN in Boston, the rock of Boston. Yeah. And I was privileged enough to do, uh, to do reviews for them. Uh, and then I kind of fell back into it when I moved out here. I, I had been working for, uh, I worked basically in distribution. So I'd worked in Lionsgate for about a decade. Wow. I worked at Technicolor. 
And while I was at Technicolor, I got to work on a movie project for Maria Menounos. Yeah, Maria Menounos. Yeah, and her and her fiance at the time, yeah. now husband Kevin. They owned a podcast studio called AfterBuzz. Uh, they saw how I love movies and they, they knew my background yeah. and they asked me if I would like to be part of a movie review podcast. I asked my boss as a Technicolor if it would be okay. And, you know, just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in <laughs> and we, we did Anatomy of a Movie. We did close to a thousand shows before the pandemic. Uh, I became part of this Hollywood Critics Association. And uh, now I have uh, I do movie reviews for thecinescope.com dot uh, com, okay. and and for the Hollywood Critics Association grading system, which is like their Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. And so yeah, I, I love movies and I love drink. I love bourbon and cigars. Oh, if there was a way I could do that in a movie theater, like. Hmm. Smoke cigars, drink bourbon, watch movies. Hmm. You may have a billion dollar idea. Maybe onto something there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We would just have to, you know, it's that whole secondhand smoke thing. (laughs) You know, whole secondhand smoke. Yeah, it's it's like it's more. I think if if you would be able to uh, create a cigar lounge where you could watch the movie. Yeah. Oh, it would be amazing. It would be. Yeah. That's. uh, It would be so. I'm gonna make this happen. I'm gonna make this happen. Yeah. So, so what was the first movie you ever reviewed? Oh, the first movie I ever reviewed? The first movie I ever reviewed. Oh, easy. Turner and Hooch. Oh, no my God. First <laughs> movie, on-air review movie, that that was it. And that was followed by, if I remember correctly, the wonderful Jaws, The Revenge. Wow. That's, the Revenge. Yeah, yeah The Turner Revenge and the Audience. Tom uh, Hanks. Tom Hanks, yep. They actually have that as a series now on yeah, Disney+. Yeah, on Disney+. Right? Disney they got canceled. I'm, I'm not surprised. So. Yeah, <laughs> but that was the first movie I ever reviewed. Yeah, first movie I ever saw was a re-release of Snow White. Okay, and then from there on in, I was hooked. So, do you ever just go into the movie theater just for fun now, or for me, it's always fun. I'm a movie fan first. You have to be. So you have to be when when I set about to do a movie review. It's not just it's not hoity-toity stuff. I do use a lot of my film history so that I can do a fair comparison, but I'm a fan first. So I always try to go in. A movie has to do one thing for me. It has to entertain me. Even if it's like the darkest as... Even if it's a dark movie. Like like Donnie sh- Darko? Like, well, even... like Look, when you walk into a movie like like, like a Schindler's List, right? And I, you know, It's not going to be a knee slapper, right? Yeah. But I got to find something that's <laughs> right. in that movie. Yeah. You got to find some emotion. But, you know, I, gotta, I, I, I have to be like invested in one way, shape, or form. Gotcha. Uh, if a movie doesn't do that for me, then I start to take points off. Wow. So... And I find that with everything, but I, I just love going to the movies. Ever since I was a kid, it's it's what I did. I, I would make my parents take me to movies, see them once, twice, three times, a lady. Um, so, yeah, it was. I, I just always loved movies uh, first, with, with a very close second to music. Okay, perfect. So, working at a radio station, which was my dream, it, it just fit. So, yeah. Yeah. So I don't I, yes, I love going to movies and I people say what's your favorite kind of movie? All of them. So long as they're good. Like they go what's your favorite kind of movie? I say good ones. <laughs> so 
Uh, yeah, but I love horror, comedy, science fiction, nice. action, romance, drama. Love it all. Yeah, very cool. So you need a cocktail. I do. So I was shown this cocktail literally yesterday. And when, when they told me about it, I was like, this can't be good. <laughs> but, I mean, I was like, okay, I'll try it. And I tried it. And it was surprisingly very good. So I'm going to do this cocktail. And I want to get your thoughts just based on uh, the, ingredients. the ingredients. All right. It's Southern Comfort and pineapple. I can see it. I yeah. can make that. I was like, why would they Pineapple want- upside down cake? <laughs> is that what that is? Well, no, pineapple upside down has vodka, no? What I'm just saying, you you oh, would think like, the flavors, yeah, the, yeah, the flavors, flavors, pineapple, yeah. like a like a like a. Yeah. I'm not I'm not a SoCo yeah, guy. That's true. why, and I'm yeah, just like maybe that's why. What's I think call? I can see it. Is that like a nothing? Like a we, 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 no, I, I I I did say a name, but the guy was from the south, and he goes, "Don't ever say that name again." <laughs> And I'm like, he's like, and I'm like, oh my god! I'm like, I'm so sorry. And he's like, no, no, no. You don't. He's like, it's fine. You're not from the south. You you wouldn't get it. But he's like, don't don't say that. I'm like, okay, you got it. You know, <laughs> it's got to be a name for that. Yeah, I was like, I was like, I was gonna call it a uh, a pineapple, but there's already a fruit called pineapple. So I'm like, damn it. Um, or so so apple maybe, or so pine. So pine. Are you looking it up? I'm trying to see if there if there's something that's similar, but everything has like a bunch of other stuff. This is just a kind of very simple drink. Yeah, yeah. I'm a simple man. I'm drinking I'm a very good old fashioned. They make right. them here. <laughs> they make they them do here. Make good. them here. They, they do pretty good here. They do yeah. pretty good with those. One here. of my favorite things about this old fashioned is this ice cube. Oh yeah. I wish I could make these ice cubes at home. So you can for those at home. <laughs> not. How do you make them so that they're clear? You have to uh, put them in styrofoam. That's a long process. Yeah, it's a, yeah. It's a, it's a yeah. whole thing. Yeah, I ain't doing that. Okay. But, but you know, I'd, I'll come here for that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, the, it's it's one of those solid cubes that looks like a translucent Borg ship. See, okay. I got my science fiction yeah. love Borg, in there. yeah. Borg, yeah. So I get that's it. what it looks like. It's it's awesome. It's a great... It's a great Old fashioned, by the way. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they have they have the molds, but you're just not going to get the the clearness out of them when you when you have when you get them at home. Yeah, so yeah. you couldn't find the name of that drink. Huh? No, not that. There that, is. That Should we make it up? Should we make? I, it I up? mean, yeah. I mean, we could totally gonna, make it up. Upset the Southerners? No, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> well, uh, I'll, I'll tell you off the air what I, what I call it. But, but to me, it, it, it was it was in. A southern piney? No, maybe, maybe southern piney. I don't know. Comfort apple? Comfort apple? No, so comfort apple pine. Because if you say apple in it, you're going to think apple, apple is in like it. Apple martini or something. Yeah, so it has to be like... Pine and comfort. Pine and comfort. That, we could do that. Maybe. But I just, I kind of just like SoCo and pineapple. Or, you know, SoCo and pine. So, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> or we don't have southern comfort. We- <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no worries. I'm sorry, it's all right. <laughs> I, you know what's funny? It's like who? Like I rarely ever see people order Southern Comfort. Yeah, I don't in my life. Dole whip your ass. That's hey, hey, hey. <laughs> oh, is we, this a we, show? It's a fan. No, it's not. No, no. <laughs> oh, if you've heard the show, you yeah. Know if you've not. ever listened to the show, we're not. <laughs> we used to have uh, this uh, one of the 
the customer's here. He was uh, worked for one of the delivery companies. I won't say which one. Okay. And he he would listen, but you know we'd kind of expletives. He yeah. had to turn off the radio. Like he's like, dude, I'm driving around, and he's like, I gotta turn it super low. <laughs> he's like, he's like, sometimes you guys, just, you know, but that's the bar. You know, the bar is. I, 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 I always, I always, uh, well, it's, it's time to to paraphrase a quote from Groucho Marx. You know, I don't listen to a podcast that would have me on as a guest. Yeah, yeah, because Groucho <laughs> Marx was ahead of his time. He knew yeah, he, the pod was coming. Yeah, he, so. knew, he knew the pod yeah, was, was coming. coming. <laughs> Can you imagine how, like, how podcasts now? Are so popular, like everybody has one. Ha- well, everybody, <laughs> but I mean, like celebrity now um, has has. I mean, they've taken off like crazy. There's places and, where there's like actual buildings that just do podcasts, and you just yeah. like, all right, next next that, next one in, next one in, next one in. That's what um, that AfterBuzz. I was part of the Popcorn Talk Network, and AfterBuzz is a studio in North Hollywood, and basically. That's what they did. Are we doing a tracking shot? No, no, we don't. Just, <laughs> but now, but see, now the, the now the camera's getting me. You know, see, it's okay. Yeah, it's, it's, no, but it, this is Moses I know, Lillard, the dream. visual producer. I know, but now, no, 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 no. <laughs> like he's no, a we can see his face. I know you can't. Well, you can't see my face, which is good. So <laughs> is that good? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> See, so you're, you're looking at one side. You're not looking at the other side. Oh, you didn't know the camera. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, I started with one. I started, we with, started one. with none. That was yeah. the whole point of the story at the beginning of the thing. Just yeah, let it go. <laughs> no, no. Now it's hitting the. Move it. You got to move it back. It's hitting the other camera. Sorry, guys. No, it's wanna, all good. No, no. no I'm talking no, to the people no, listening right. here. Why? On this side. <laughs> Talking to the people listening. <laughs> uh, no, I know it's all good. It's yeah, they'll do. That's yeah. That, that. Okay, that's that's that's. Just but now you move. Now you move the the, the other. Move it the other way because. No, I'm I, not what in. What are you talking about? <laughs> it was fine. <laughs> move that camera. Boy, I, you, I, I, you, I, you can only, I'm Phantom of the Opera here. You can only see half of me. The other way. The other way. The other way. Okay, that's good. That's good. That's good. That's good. That's good. Okay. This camera's for him. This one's catching you. Yeah, and David. It's a whole thing. So, you've <laughs> been doing podcasts for a while. I was one of the first ever podcasters. Okay, and was it music based? Always. It's always been music always. based. My first podcast. I had a recording studio in Burbank uh, that I was that I was learning how to record at, and. Um, the the guys would bring in bands and then we you know they they do a song and then I interview them and it was a whole complete show and then I moved from there to an art gallery to do it and uh, then the art gallery just couldn't you know couldn't stay afloat you know and so then I had to figure out other ways to do it and so I I take some I took some time off, but it, everything has always been with music. Always, you know, were you ever in a band, or you just it was just a passion, or band and or a radio station. I, I well, yes, I was in the radio station. Uh, I was in radio for like ten years. I want to say out here. Yeah, out here okay. in, in Los Angeles. Started in it is great because I started in news. I started in news radio. Great. So that me too. Yeah, yeah. So that really <laughs> I, gave yeah. me the the whole idea of you know coming at a story from a news perspective, regardless of 
whatever I was covering. It was always from a news perspective. Um, and then um, it was it was also the, it was a news station. But the reason why I was there was because they had the, they did all the Dodger games. And I'm a oh, huge Dodger yeah, fan. Okay. So it was KFWB uh, was, and it was, and it, if you know radio, if you're a geek of radio like I myself, it was originally owned by Warner Brothers. Right. So the KFWB stood for Keep Filming Warner Brothers uh, at the time, and you know when radio is brand new. So it turned into a radio station. Then, of course, the joke is every radio station in LA turns into a Spanish station. So now it's a Spanish station. Uh, so I start from there, and then the, the company got bought out by CBS. Okay. And then from there... Uh, With it's CBS Infinity, right? Yeah, CBS yeah, Infinity. Yeah, right. And then from there, yep. uh, I moved over to our talk radio station, sister station, 97.1. Yep, uh-huh. Yeah. Right. So I was working there. Howard Stern just yep. had left. And, uh, you know, so I was working with Adam Carolla, Daniel Baducci, and all those guys right. over there. And, um, yeah, so from all that, you know, we all started doing podcasts because we would see our streaming numbers and we would be uh, doing the podcast because it was a talk station. Sure. So then we would do that and then all, all of us were looking at the numbers like, man, this, this thing has legs. This thing could do something. So then we all started, you know, doing our own shows. And at the time, there were no, like, iTunes or anything. You actually had right. to go... You know, download it from the station, and it was a whole thing. So yeah, so and then uh, once our radio station flipped into a uh, top forty station, which hilarity then flipped recently again into a news station. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I very, understand. Yeah, very hilarious. But uh, you know when it flipped. Uh, you know, Adam was like, "I'm doing podcasting," you know, and then we were, then we're, we, me and all the guys that worked there were like, "Great," because we're already doing it. And then he blew up, and we're like, "How come we didn't blow up?" No, but some of my, some of my friends uh, blew up on podcasting, so I just was always that dark horse, you know. What I mean? But I never did it for the downloads or for anything. I just did it because oh, I really gosh. like it, and I and I've and, and in my life I've had some. You know, people love giving me great opportunities, and opportunities always come around to me. And um, I've gotten to meet some some of my favorite people. Some, you know, I've got to meet the guitarist from The Cure, Paul Thompson. I've got to, yeah, meet like some of my heroes, man. I, you know, I've got to my one of my first interviews was with Trevor Keith from uh, the band Face to Face. Do you remember your very first interview? Um, Who is yours? The very well. My very first interview was always women. You know what I mean? Because we would always talk, and the, just the way I conversed with them, mm-hmm. you know. And it was never even like I gotta keep them talking and have them next to me. You know what I mean? It, it was just you know we would we would just always talk and dude we we would spend two three hours just talking, you know. And so I was just like, okay, you know. I can use this not for women, but for uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but for other things, you know. Sure. Um, and he doesn't understand the confidence when he's on this. The confidence of this man is ten feet tall. <laughs> yeah, but at the same time, like if if I'm talking to a girl, I can't pull out my um, my phone and be like, "Oh, hold on, next topic." You know what I mean? That <laughs> yeah. you know, that's just uh, you know. 
You should try it. You've tried everything else. <laughs> Which, by the way, let me try this. Oh, the drink, yeah. Cheers. Oh, cheers. Oh, fantastic. Is it really? Fantastic. Yeah, it's so good. Uh, and speaking of downloads, I know we wanted to talk a little bit about that. Me and David are so different in a lot of a lot of ways. I'm tall, he's short. But our downloads have been doing really well. And I hate talking about downloads. I, I can't stand it because, again... We would do this if nobody was listening. There was a time where nobody was listening. You know what I mean? So to s- that could be today. Yeah, because <laughs> everyone's like, "Who the fuck is Who Dimitri?" The fuck? That's exactly what they're saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So thank you for that validation, by the way. You're, you're, Dude, I didn't even know who the fuck we. I'm just like, there's this weirdo guy that comes in here, and he's always in with a cane, like. You know, it's a crush. I'm not so sophisticated sophisticated that I have a cane. I did want to point out, too, Albert. I don't know. I'm sure a lot of people don't know this, but I actually met you from your radio job. Yeah, that's true. Yes. So um, it just, yeah, and I met him through the, because I was just a big fan of talk radio and he worked there, and we would, I would see him at events, and then I saw him at the the Cove. So I was like, awesome. Yeah, dude, industry people. And in general, they hang out places. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's not like like everybody. Everybody thinks that there's like a a secret bar, you know, where they all you know converse together. Yeah, there are little bars, industry bars, but they go out and, and go to different bars too. Do you live around here? And I live. No, I don't. So I you drive. In, wow, drive. he makes the effort. To wow, you Lamert Park. Wow, so you so totally. It's, it's a drive. Is, yeah, and, but know. is it worth it? No, absolutely. Um, <laughs> no, it's no, 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 it's no, not. No, yes. <laughs> no, 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 because like, you know, I come here, <laughs> I do podcasts and movie reviews, and then I'm still working. No, it, yeah, no, it's, of course it is. It's when Reed said, I always look for like a good whiskey bar, right? Because my other passion outside of movies and music is is a good bourbon and a really good cigar. Gotcha. So I've been fortunate enough where my friends, a good friend of mine who's part of the Coast Guard, no less, and he has uh, a coastie. That's what we call coastie, him. He's a coastie, man. Yeah, he's a coastie, and he has the best job in the universe. Like he works for he works in the Coast Guard film and television department. Oh wow! Sweet. So currently he's in Hawaii. His name is Paul. He works for uh, he's doing NCIS Hawaii. Yeah, yeah. So whenever they need the Coast Guard, he's the consultant. Yeah, yeah. Right. Who also happens to love bourbon and cigars. We met at a cigar lounge. We have the same interest movies. He loves Disney and stuff. Yeah, and yeah so we love... Uh, like He is a bourbon fanatic. And he has a collection of bourbons that would almost rival here. But when I met um, Maria, Maria <laughs> at our award show, she was a guest of one of our critics... She was telling me, we talked bourbon, and she told me about this place. And I said, you know, I'm going to have to make the trek out. Yes. Um, on a good day, it takes about a half hour, but I've also checked on a bad day, hour and a half. Yeah. So you won't see me here yeah. on those days. Right. Um, but Sunday that, That's morning, why Sunday is kind of like a... Yeah. 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 It's going. So, and then, then I noticed the portos nearby, and I said, yeah. I need food in my belly if I'm going <laughs> to drink. Uh, so, and it also helps with the podcast, but yeah, like, like, like you and radio, I mean, it was always my, my passion and I, and I almost went from 
what do I want to do? Like film business or music? And so I try to combine yeah. both. And the radio station I worked for in Boston, that BCM, they're the sisters. They were the sister station to K Rock out here. Right. Right. So you yeah. Know. And the podcasting and the music and the movies that came like much later on. I never expected to be doing it again. But you never know where life's going to take you. Yeah. If you just say yes, it can take you down some pretty decent paths. For sure. For and sure. Yeah, on that same note, like now I've known you, Albert, for like 15 years. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, you don't know where you're going to. You don't. Yeah, like where you're going to meet people, like even the way I met you, the way I met you. Even you just mentioned a podcast, Adriana, the reason I was at the Hollywood Critics Association. I met her through my last job, which was yeah. a podcast. Yeah. That's so a it's so yeah. funny. Like, you know, and now she's one of my best friends. I can't imagine like life without her. And yeah. now I can't imagine life without you either, Albert. <laughs> Tell me more. <laughs> I feel the same way. <laughs> And everybody really imagines life without me. <laughs> I, so yeah, I'm still, I'm, I'm like, can you leave? Can you leave? Can you leave? <laughs> Isn't that it nice? Is. <laughs> He's just like, it's right there. It's right there. <laughs> yeah, inner voice. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, said the quiet thing out loud. Yeah, well, I want to talk uh, again real quick about um, your shirt that you're wearing, Star okay. Wars. It is fascinating. Love the beautiful. Wars of the Star. He does. He's a huge, big, huge big, fan. Big. Um, but I'm not like super, super fan. Like, I do, I do admire that you get to go to the you know the fan fest that is yes. that is a dream of mine to go to the fan fest um you should i mean celebration's going to be in anaheim again and they just actually released um a, uh, some more tickets because a lot of people turned them in because they've had to push the show right for two years now right 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 but yeah, yeah. Very cool. i have a friend who's uh she dresses up and she's part of the the 501st. 501st, there you go. 501st, yeah. yeah. Uh, and, okay, full transparency here. Wait, real quick. Guys, we're go about ahead. to get super geeky. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm already lost. Full, yeah. full, I just full, know somebody. Yeah, full transparency. I grew up on Star Trek. Uh, we're not Star Trek. I get I'm it. I'm a next generation guy. I'm a next generation well, Star Trek guy, I too. I grew up Captain Kirk and then, like, went into next gen. But, I mean, Star Trek was all the science fiction that I really had outside of that. Yeah. And, like, Lost in Space, Twilight Zone, stuff like that. So, when Star Wars came out, that was actually kind of a... That was, like, a really big deal. Yeah. Because that was going to be, like, the next thing. And I... I mean, I won't bore anybody today with the story of when I first saw Star Wars. But, you know, it was... Wow, okay, now I have something else. I'm a big Star Wars fan. Uh, you know, I have to say I'm a little bit bigger Star Trek because that's what I was raised with. But I, I always hate the, the schism of Star Trek. You have to either be one or the right, other. Right, right. It's like no, you can be both. You know what? You, no, you, you must pick both. one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it's like George One's Luke, in the ball. Yeah. Lucas credited Gene Roddenberry. He's like, if it wasn't for Star Trek, there wouldn't be Star Wars. And Roddenberry, and and and, and, and Eisner. Michael Eisner, yeah, my Winter Ran, you know. Yeah, Disney. He, and if it wasn't for Lucille Ball, there would be no Star Trek. <laughs> it, because Star Wars was so successful, that's when Michael Eisner, who was running Paramount, greenlit Star Trek to go into features. 
they were going to yeah. do another television show, which where they were in the midst of creating and building the studios for it. Once Star Wars came out, Michael Eisner said, "No, we're going straight to movies." So they 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 live in that same sandbox. Yeah, and you can be fans of both. I'm not a far out like Star Trek. Not as as, as a critic, you don't go on the cruises. I don't go on the cruises. But <laughs> That's how I know. I'm like, how big of a fan are you? Do you go on the cruises? Okay, you're then you're. As a person who loves movies, right, you still have to, even though I'm a fan of Star Wars and Star Trek, if they make a bad movie, I will call out that this isn't a good movie. Last trilogy of the Star Wars, what'd you think? It's been pandered, it's been, you know, a lot of people didn't like it. What's what's your? I was I was fine with it. I I, I liked it for for where they were going. I, I particularly liked the second movie because they did different things in it, and you know, what what a lot of the diehard fans need to understand is mm. the movies aren't just made for them; they're made for a huge broader audience. Right, right. You know, and same thing happens with Star Trek too. You know, I yeah. mean, it's like. Fandom today can be extraordinarily toxic. Yeah, and and the internet and social media and things like podcasting uh, sometimes like they don't inhibit the toxicity. Sometimes it really comes out in flying color. I, I think I think like I, I'm on Twitter um, just because I, I in, in some regard getting getting the news like from Ukraine. It's like first hand on Twitter. You're not getting the same thing you're getting like from the news. They're 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 they're, they're giving you the the, right. the the nutshell like like safe cone fucking news of it all. Right. But Twitter, you're like, dude, look at that shit. Like these people are fucking suffering. You're getting first hand. It's like this right. is fucking amazing. And sometimes, but, but the toxic toxicity of it all, it's like people are just it's an open forum, and you're like, Jesus Christ, dude, calm down. And they are hidden by their keyboard. Mm-hmm. So they feel that they have a right. Now, you know, you talk about podcasts and moving forward. For the past, I'm going to say, almost month, um, the co-founder of Hollywood Critics Association, I'll give his name, his name's Scott Menzel. We've been doing a show. We've had a podcast called Trending in Hollywood, right? And we used to do it on uh, Hollywood Critics Association's YouTube page. We've, we've, we made a leap. And we started doing our podcast, believe it or not, on Twitter. It's called Twitter Spaces, right? And this allows people live to hop in on the conversation. So anybody who's on Twitter, if you're having a show, your audience shows up. Yeah. And they can raise their hand, if, if, if allowed, to, like, comment. And I got to tell you something. This Twitter Spaces, I think... It's been amazing. Not only have we not had any toxicity and not like we've had disagreements. Like people will come on, oh I agree with you, Scott, or I don't I don't agree with what Dimitri said, but but you know what? I don't care if you agree or disagree with me. Be respectful, be thoughtful, and and, and make it a good comment. Yeah. Because I'll listen to you. Right? Uh, my, my favorite saying is, hey. It's okay if you don't agree with me because I can't force you to be right. So, but it's like every woman. But, but I don't. Like, again, if you're well, doing well, it in a well, thoughtful well, way, it's and, and I have to say for this past month, 
our shows have grown and they've gone from being like an just under an hour program, which it used to be on YouTube, to now we have two two plus hour shows. Because the conversation we never know where the conversation's gonna go. And the people who are on it Wait quick. That you, you're, you, were you, did you listen to our last podcast? Because, yeah, it happens here, too. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, but that's, to me, that's the root of, like, the best podcasts. When you can pull on a thread and get people engaged in something. And, again, I don't care if they agree or disagree. To me, it's all about the fun conversation. Look, I've been humbled within the past decade. I talk movies. It ain't brain surgery. I, you can't take it. There are people who save lives. I just talk movies. So once you start taking that too seriously, it's, it's no. Because there are other... I, I'm lucky that I get to talk movies. I'm lucky that I get to be here. And get paid to and talk drink, movies. Yeah, yeah, and drink an amazing old-fashioned and be... To get to do that, there's nothing like it, it, it's nothing better because it's it's your passion. Like right. you love music, yeah. right? You got to do what you wanted to do, and you love it, right? Oh yeah. So you know, I, I just don't take. There was a time where I took things like that very seriously. Uh, a befallen a tragedy happened within my life. And I just rethought a lot of things. I still love movies. But I just like, okay, I don't have to be, I don't have to wear the red cape. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I could just have fun with this and realize I'm, I get to talk movies. Yeah. You know, and it's a great, and I get to drink old fashions and smoke cigars. Yeah. Go to Disney. Live the life. And try to walk without a limp. Go to to Disney. (laughs) No, just have a limp. Embrace it. Have a gangster limp. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah, because I look like a gangster. Well, that's the hilarity of I'm wearing a Star Wars (laughs) hyperspeed. Hyperspace shirt. I know. I'm like, hyperspeed. I'm such the the gangster. (laughs) the, The irony. He's, uh, he's barely moving, but he's, yeah. <laughs> I know, but he's moving yeah. fast. Well, I wear it because it's I wear it because it's slimming. It's like slow, yeah. it's going so fast. It's like yeah. slow motion. <laughs> so, but you know, and you talked about Star Wars. You know, I mean, yeah, I, I love Star Wars, but did I like the book of Boba Fett? Not really. They should have called it the book of the Mandalorian. Well, it was hidden in it, you know. Um, <laughs> He it was. It was. It was. It was you know. <laughs> he was. But for for being the Mandalorian or or, or Boba Fett, like like you, I, I, the one critique that I heard that I agreed with, he should have just kept his helmet on. You know what I mean? That because that's like super Mandalorian, and I was like, yeah, okay. It, it, it was. If, if it didn't have the Mandalorian in it, it I think it would have not been good. However, what I did like a lot about the Mandalorian. I love the endings, like you know when they would show you the the screen, like sure. the, the 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 you know of how they like were gonna set up the, a scene and oh, stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. I thought that was really cool because uh-huh. yeah. it, it's it's kind of like a quick recap of what you just watched again. And I loved his oh, theme oh, song. The the oh you're talking about the art? Yeah, the art of it. See, I collect that kind of art. You have that? Not. 
I, like <laughs> I'm some all, of that beautiful. No, some of that artwork. I'm coming over. I don't know, but I collect. I collect a lot of pop culture art. Um, a gallery that I go to in uh, off of Fairfax called uh, Plugum Hero Complex Gallery. They sell a lot of that stuff. That's it's cool. very mondo. If you're familiar with that, I love to collect those alternative posters that are made up. So. The artwork at the end of the shows, to me, it's great because I grew up with the Ralph McQuarrie art. Like, I didn't know what pre-visual artwork was, literally, until Star Wars. Really? Really. Yeah, I mean, I was a kid, so... But then when I realized that there was this artist, Ralph McQuarrie, and he did these... He did these pre-visual, like, like just working yeah. with George Lucas. You know, I mean, I have a, I have a, I have a Ralph, what they call a Ralph McQuarrie Darth Vader from Sideshow Collectibles, which was one of the very first sketches that he ever made of what Darth Vader was going to look like. And he, and he has a blaster. Wow. And you know, Lucas was like, "What's he need a blaster for? He's, He's Darth, Darth Vader." Vader. Yeah. Like you know, but the first concept art of him. So I love that artwork, and I agree yeah. with you. To me, it's some of the – it's great because it shows a lot of these preconceptual designs yeah. that they're putting together to make uh, to make these shows, you know. But again, going to Star Trek II, I would never tell you that The Final Frontier is a good movie. I would like it as a guilty yeah. pleasure, but that's about as far as that goes. Right. <laughs> you know, even like as a Halloween movie, you know, fan, yeah. I would never tell you that the Rob Zombie Halloween movies are good or that Halloween 6 is good. What, what about the last? H2O. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> H2O is really good. I, love, I didn't like H2O. I love H2O. What oh, wait, about? is that the newest one? No, the, the newest ones, one. yeah. I like the newest ones. They've been, I think they've been excellent. Um, I love the 2018 Halloween, the last Halloween, Halloween uh, kills. It literally killed. Yeah. I mean, the the, yeah. the the body count in that movie was the highest of any other Halloween movie. But when you look beyond that, thus far, the two movies have each said something social, political, but... To me, the original Halloween did as well, and they're staying within that vein. And when you look at Halloween Kills, which didn't get as good reviews, I was one of the few that gave it a really solid review. When you look at what it was saying about today's society, mob mentality, like, you know, evil dies tonight, which they said way too many times... But how different is that than, like, Stop the Steal and all the stuff that's right. happening in our culture today? Well, and the, then what mob mentality can do? Yeah. Like, but, that to me was what Halloween Kills is about. But when they're like, evil dies tonight, then I'm like, comma, comma, unless there's a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> then it's resurrected. Yeah, yeah I, you, know, you like, kind of knew that evil one yeah, wasn't going yeah. anywhere. Yeah. Unless we do good. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they had planned evil a trilogy. Lives on. <laughs> so it's like evil dies tonight. No, there's another movie coming out. Yeah, you know, it's like it's like when they when they killed Spider Man uh, in, in the first uh, like that that Avengers movie. Yeah, uh, and it's like no, the guy, the kid just signed a three picture yeah. deal. <laughs> he ain't dead. 
Like, don't cry. Yeah. He ain't dead. It was moving, though. To see Tom Holland, you know, get in the in the snap was super moving. Even I was like, oh, my God. If you thought so. I'm I like, did. He ain't dead. He just signed a three picture deal with them. He ain't I know, I, I know, I know, I know, well, you know, I know, the, I know the optics, but you know what I mean? But it's still, like, that's how good of a actor that he well, that did. Was, that, you was, know? that was the, like, I am a huge fan of the John Wick uh, series. Sure, sure. It's just, it's nothing more than what it needs to be. Just fucking guns and fucking great kills. And you like the action. last one, though? Like, where he took a walkabout and where was that? Egypt? I mean, like, he was in the... De- like, what's he doing in a desert? Like, yeah. he walked well, about? Well, we knew... We, it, they explained why, but it was, like, a little too far. Like, all of a sudden you find this oasis and it's the, it's the leader of everything. Like, really? <laughs> but anyway, I digress. What I'm saying is, like... We were told that the the John Wick three was the final one, so I'm, I'm really pumped, and I'm like, wait a minute, wait, you sons of bitches, <laughs> you got me again. <laughs> I'm gonna watch four. That's what they do. Yeah, that's what they do. But I was really like going into three, like I didn't hear anything yeah. about four. There was no talk of a four. Yeah. It was like, no. all right, this is it. I, I can tell you, that's what Lionsgate loves to do. Oh yeah, like try to stretch yeah, things yeah. out. Uh, but, but Warner Brothers, well, that's, you that's, know, Warner Brothers takes takes one book and makes it into like three movies for no reason. Like the Hobbit did not need to be three movies. Yes, it did. No, it didn't. The Hobbit? Oh wait, wait, I thought you the said Hobbit, Lord of the not Rings. Not Lord yeah, of yeah. the Rings. I meant the Hobbit. Two, yeah, two, <laughs> two for sure. Maybe, but I'll still watch, dude. I still do. I still go on the journey. I do the the trilogy, The Hobbit, and then I go on the trilogy of um, you know Lord of the Rings, all extended, oh, <laughs> all extended, extended versions. versions are great, and, and that's where I agree with extended versions. That James Cameron's extended versions. There are other extended versions, like you know, I don't know. I, although I will say Zack Snyder cut of fantastic. Fantastic. Far improvement. And yes. I don't know if did that, you see it was worth hour, the four hours. That, yeah, it was <laughs> it too. Was it really was. It, it was. And, yeah. and, and even did you see it as uh, called Justice is Gray? Oh, uh, when it was black and white? It was black and white. Again, it, it, puts a, it, it puts a different tone on it, which I really appreciated. Yeah. Uh, it's on HBO Max. It's a plug for HBO Max. But uh, that one I get. But, you know, like but I think. <laughs> Like the Batman, I really liked it. Would you give? I give it a. I give it an. A, yeah. a, out of ten, I give it an eight. What, okay. what did you give? I, I, I give it. Um, I, I divide. I have my own rating system. I go by fingers. Like Cisco and Ebert had the thumbs. Right. I do fingers. Right. So if it gets like one middle finger, that means that's it. I mean, <laughs> I start off with five. Yeah. Five being the high. Five okay. means they're great. Four is very good. Three is okay. I'm holding up okay. Two is like, yeah, it's fair. And then one made me angry. And it's, <laughs> yeah. it's the, it's the yeah. bird. So Crank to me, the Batman, there was a great movie in the Batman. It didn't need to be three hours. Right? Did you, did you hone that down, made, a, made that plot a little more efficient? The third act was a bit convoluted. Right. They were trying to rush it. Yeah. You know, and, and what pissed me off is how quickly they... They caught um, uh, the Riddler. They're like, yeah, he's 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 next door. Oh, so um, spoiler alerts. Did you guys forget that um, memo? I'm Dude, if you don't think they <laughs> catch the Riddler, you're fucking. 
<laughs> you yeah, know what I mean? Ba- yeah, Batman never catches the yeah. villain. Okay. <laughs> Come on. Oh, wait. So Bat- now I know Batman doesn't get caught. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Thanks. Batman is Bruce Wayne. Gosh, yeah. <laughs> All I know is I'm seeing it for the Zoe Kravitz. It's amazing. She's she amazing. made it. She's on SNL. She's amazing in everything. No, she's she on is. SNL. She's amazing. Oh, oh, yeah. You mean she's hosting SNL? Yes. Yeah, 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 and yeah. she's she's having a really good year. She was in uh, that HBO Max, Kimmy. Which was directed by Soderbergh. She was excellent in that as Catwoman. I put her up there with Michelle Pfeiffer and Anne Hathaway. But the movie, all these great things are in this movie. We had really good performances. The the the, the direction was awesome. The lighting and cinematography yeah. by Greg Frazier were were perfect. Uh, Greg Frazier, by the way, is self-plug. He won two awards at the Hollywood Critics Association thing, but he's an amazing cinematographer. Michael Giacchino's score was really rich and deep, but it was three hours long. And my colleague and friend like said, you know, they were probably afraid to cut it, you know, because they didn't want this backlash. They don't want, give us the Reeves cut, yeah. give us the Reeves cut. <laughs> So you make it three hours, and I go, okay, I guess there's a great movie in there, but they made a, to me, a four-finger, they made a, they made a very good movie, right? and it's worth seeing on the big screen. Yeah, for sure. Would you agree? Did I, you see I it haven't yet? seen it. I haven't seen it. Yeah. Did you, where did you see it, if I might uh, ask? Next door. <laughs> no, next door. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, Edwards. I, I, I started a Dolby theater, uh, and I, I gotta tell you, if... To see it again, or if you've never, if you haven't seen it yet, I recommend it because not just the, the screen, the digital projection, which is flawless, but the, the the immersive, movable sound that they have. Every thud of Batman's boot, like it right. made my seat rumble. I, it was, it was, it's what a movie-going experience for that kind of movie should be. You know, and it's great to see on that big screen. So, yeah. And not only that, it's also great for movie theaters. They took such a hit and, you know, we need the Batmans. We need the, you know, the Spider-Mans, you know, to help everyone. We need Hollywood to take a chance on some other movies. But but at the same time, we need those, those movies for people to be comfortable about going back into the theaters again. That's the most important thing. 100% agree with you. I don't mind that these movies are there to jumpstart yeah. things. But you are correct. The middle movie, if, if if we're not careful as movie fans and as movie critics, I have to say, the middle movie could go away. Like, I don't want a plate full of franchise pictures. I want some, like, original content. That's why I ended up loving movies last year like Free Guy. Last Night in Soho, Nightmare Alley. There were some of my favorite movies. I just saw Nightmare Alley. Okay, oh. don't, don't, no spoilers. I actually do really watch this. I want to watch Brilliant. it. It's a nightmare. It's, <laughs> and there's an alley. It's a, no, it's a noir movie that Guillermo Very del noir. Toro is so in his element. And again, from top to bottom, that movie is well, just my, 100%. My first Guillermo del Toro was Pan's Labyrinth, and I absolutely love that movie. It's fantastic. That was amazing. He's, uh, I'm rewatching Pacific Rim right now. Oh, yeah. Which he did, and... You know, he's such a playful, fun director that gets not only the genre that he's working in, but he gets the craft. So when you watch A Nightmare Alley, his affinity towards the old school film yeah. noir, 
in that Art Deco like production design, which I'm in love with. It's 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 gorgeous. It's gorgeous. He's he's I think one of the best filmmakers like around. He just gets it, and he's a very happy, congenial man. And he made some of the actually the biggest comments again at, at our award show talking about the Oscar because they changed like what like they took out some awards, which I think is from bogus. the from the actual. They took awards, but they took them out. They didn't take them out, but they just didn't. They weren't presented. They're not going to be presented on the show that yeah. we're going to be watching. Right. Yeah. And Guillermo del Toro said, "You know what, guys? This is not the year to do this." Yeah. Bad call, Ripley. It was a bad call, and I, you know. But the thing, too, is these award shows are so long. They're, they're, they should just make them like a Zack Snyder cut, uh, essentially. You know, um, and and are we really invested? Like, the music shows are cool because, you know, the music awards, because they have everybody performing. They have, you know, all that stuff. And, it's you know, so it, it moves along where it's, you know, yeah, you're watching little clips of the movies or whatever, but 20 seconds, but... You know, there's nothing that's like, oh, you know, like I need a break from the, the, the same thing. The, yeah. I think real quick. I think I think one of the big things is like, you know, the common man doesn't doesn't think or, and I don't want to be like pessimistic here, but care about those categories. That's why they took them out. So, so, and half the time when you see Best Picture. Half of America's not seen half of the pictures that are on there. I, I don't. I don't disagree at all. And you brought up the music award show, right? Yeah. The best part about the music reward, award shows—they're reflective of what people are listening yeah. to. So that's why you'll get like Billie Eilish and Taylor Swift. Like they're reflective yeah. of what people are listening to, so people will want to watch. That's the biggest problem that the Academy has. Is that they are not reflective of what people are going to the movies for. Look, I don't mind that you pick a hoity-toity commercial movie. But Power of the Dog, people are turning that off on Netflix. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I know I'm in the minority I, perhaps I watched, on no, no. this. I watched it and I was like... What the hell? What like, is why, why, why is this getting... Yeah. Why is this getting fucking all, yeah. these, all this? And, and right like, now no. it's predicted to win Best Picture, which to me... That's like, look, folks. You have to, you have to be a little more open-minded here, and you you have to like art. The industry, the film industry, is at a major crossroads right now. And if you want to save it, look, I don't mind if you give Power of the Dog some awards. Give it some awards, but you have to be a little bit more reflective of what people are watching if you want this industry to survive. Yeah. So, I think the, I think there needs to be like. The motion picture, and then like opposed to like not saying the People's Choice Award, and there has to be one where like the fans, like we really need our well, own. But our they're own. trying to do that, right? They are. They're doing that with the the fan awards for the Oscar, but they're doing it through Twitter. The most toxic place yeah. to talk about movies is Twitter, and that's what they chose to in, do. In all reality, all any social media that you use is going to be right. toxic. But but here's the <laughs> like, why didn't you nominate Spider Man Far From Home? Yeah. Like, again, I wasn't a fan of the first two Tom Holland Spider-Man movies, and boy, did I get an earful because yeah. of it. But I loved 
the third movie. It was, I thought it, the third movie was excellent. It was nostalgia crack. You know what it, I mean? I loved it. But it worked it's because like it was the, ba- the Batman version of that. <laughs> but it didn't beat you over the head. Right. And it was very organic as to how the how the entire story developed. Yeah. And it ended on a pretty sad note, I felt. Right. right? It's a good commercial movie. But not only had William Dafoe in it, and he was like the greatest like Green Goblin in the world, you know what I mean? He's, yeah, a, he's an amazing actor, and just to have him in there, you're like, oh my God. And he was like, so good uh, in Nightmare Alley. Oh my God, yes, really yes, good, right? yes. But again, the Academy has to recognize, like, you have to really start, don't be so high up on yourself. You know, you, you have to pick some commercial films. There's a reason why, like, like I was happy that movies like Titanic, like, when movies like E.T. get nominated, they don't win, but you have to, you have to give credit to these movies. And there's no reason for them not to be considered for a best picture. Now, personally, this year, you know, 2020 was a punch to the gut for everybody. Right. Right, and and the movies that that were being that were coming out, or at least that I were get that I was getting links to, they were just like a, a kick to the wall. Like they were just so depressing. That's like I am locked in my house. I don't need this crap. I, I'm already like I live by myself. I yeah. got my dog, and now I'm watching like pieces of woman. Like what the. I, I'm watching Nomadland. <laughs> yeah, like, Nomadland these aren't like, movies that are making yeah. me feel better. So when I watch a movie like Coda, and that ma- movie makes me cry because I feel good, I'm like, okay, you need to. And, and it's winning a ton of awards, right. so it's getting its due. I would love to see Coda win Best Picture because that is what we need. We need to feel better about going to the movies. But there's. There's like three or four movies that they nominated that I looked at and I said, no, no, Spider-Man should have been in there. If you want to do better and you want this business to survive, you need a pulse on what people are paying attention to. There are some bad commercial movies. I wouldn't put Spider-Man in that and later on down the line, I I, I would even say, I I don't know what's going to come up, but right now... I'd say the Batman. Like, you need to focus on this and give people... That's why the music award shows do okay, yeah. ratings-wise. Yeah. But if if the Oscars don't do good this year, if they're just a little bit better than last year, ratings-wise... Which isn't, which isn't hard. <laughs> which isn't hard, by the way. <laughs> no. Just a little You're bit not, better. We're not asking yeah, that much. Exactly. Yeah, all you have to do is go from five people to, like, 25 people. Yeah. Uh, but the industry needs to look at itself and try to be not so self-important. Yeah. And I think that's what kills the industry a lot. Let's talk about an industry that's always thriving. Yeah. Sports! Sports! Yay, I've been waiting for this because <laughs> there's big news. <laughs> What's the big news? Dodgers, baby. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Baseball, Baseball is back, baby. Oh, that's right. Are you a sports guy, Dimitri? I'm from Boston. So, so no. Got it. Yeah, you're uh, right. Because we don't we don't have sports. We don't have sports don't, in Boston. You got we, don't, bats. we don't have we don't have we don't have some of the the, the, the most iconic sports teams of all time. No, whatsoever. Uh, WBCN was right behind Fenway Park. No way. That's cool. Right behind Fenway Park. So every opening day, it was like, I'm gonna go get lunch. Who wants yeah. a sausage? <laughs> and yeah. 
I'm a little bit. I'm a little bit into sports. You know what? That's one thing that I wish every uh, sports venue like Fenway Park or Dodger Stadium. I wish they had like you could get lunch there. You know, they, but there's one dedicated area that's like open during the off season or whatever. You could go get a Dodger dog. You could go get a whatever. You know what I mean? There. We call it Yaki Way. And that's the street that Fenway Park resides yeah. on. They may have changed the name. I, I know it is Yaki Way. And even though I didn't have a ticket for opening day, to be around Fenway Park for opening day. Oh, yeah. And this is even when the Red Sox sucked, yeah. mind you. Yeah. Right? There was still, it's spring is here. There's that feeling of hope in baseball. Once baseball starts, you know you're on the cusp of summer. Yeah. And to be able to go to Yaki Way, there was a there was a peanut vendor, uh, affectionately called called him the Singing Greek. This this old Greek man, and he would actually sing out instead of like you know instead of like going peanuts get your he'd go peanuts pistachios get your pistachios in <laughs> and he'd sing and he was amazing and I would always go by I would talk Greek to him he would give me a bag of pistachios. Uh, I, I would go get some sausages, like street sausage, yeah. bring them back to the radio station, and you just felt like, yeah, once baseball was here, you knew that we were going into is, better weather. Is street sausage the equivalent of, uh, like, uh, the Danger Dog? The Danger Dog? Yeah. Is it? Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's the people's car, the yeah. carts, yeah. and they have the grills, yeah. uh, you know, and, and be, without a ticket, you couldn't get in a Fenway. But they had so many bars and things yeah, like that, there. and and, and you, you can get almost any concession that the park sold outside. But the fervor of it being a brand new baseball season, yeah, because you didn't know, you know, you knew Something within so. you knew within ten games where your team <laughs> if they sucked her. Not really, not yeah. non Dodger season. Uh, non, I was called Dodger season, but not in baseball season. I mean, it's 162 games, so it's too long. Yeah, it's you, too you really know. You, in July is where you really kind of start. You're right, but as a Boston fan, right? If your team starts off sucking, it's like, oh, they they suck. Yeah, they blow. Oh my god! Yeah, when they start sucking, like you, you're, you're like. Ah, oh, they suck. They're going to blow the season. But then by mid-season, when yeah. you're doing great, you're like, yeah, they're the best. Yeah, that, that's the toxicity of fans. Like, they're just like, we're losing. We're terrible. Fire everybody. Yeah. We're winning. Greatest team of all time. That, that, that can only be true in, in football, not in baseball. You know what I mean? In, in football, it's just like, dude, five games. Oh, no, we're tanking. Oh, you know. I don't know. Like the stadium on fire immediately. Live well, in Boston. Now, well, well, no. Here's the thing. I would like to live in Boston Pre um, uh, Tom Brady, you know what I mean? No, you uh, don't. Pre Belichick, no, you know, no, you wouldn't. Yeah, you no, know, you no, really wouldn't because, because it'd be those hilarious. Are, those are hard years. Man. Yeah, of those course. are hard years, and we didn't even know at the time uh, about Tom Brady. Yeah. Right? You, no you, one you, did. You know, no it was, one. Did. It was Drew Bledsoe. And and again, when you had that year, that two thousand and four year with the Red Sox and tied yeah, and, and, and you, you had World Series, you had. Super Bowl, which we never thought we'd win either one ever again. Yeah. But again, coming from a, a sports city where each of the four sports were represented. So, you know, Red Sox, Celtics, the Boston Bruins for, for, yeah, for, for, for hockey. hockey. Um, 
what sport am I missing here? Uh, Football, the Patriots. So, oh, the Patriots, yeah. right? So every season, like, even as a kid playing sports on the street, we would change with the season. So right. we'd go from baseball season to basketball to football, a little bit of street hockey. Yeah. So, yes, I'm a little bit of a sports fan. I, my dad tells me. I don't know if it's true. But he said my it's probably first, not. Your dad lies to you a lot. Just could, <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, he says my first words were Yankees suck. I don't know what that means, but... They know. do. <laughs> Fuck. I, we'll, we'll, and I'm glad. <laughs> the hatred. The hatred. <laughs> hey, are, are you happy about Kershaw one-year deal? One-year deal, yeah. This is just a, more of a fantasy deal in my head. You know what I mean? It's more Why of like... It's it's more of like, dude. We we know he's leaving. It's it's and it's, it's the it's the like the homage. Yeah, for everything you've done. Exactly. Contracts. I hate those contracts. Oh, no, really it's do. it's the goodbye tour. Yeah, yeah. That's what I think personally. But this is what I would do. And of course, uh, you know, people should be so lucky that I'm not a manager or I'm not involved in anything because I've, I just have these crazy ideas. But I would make him a closer. I mean, like, you're not longer a starter. You're going to be our our number one closer, and that's what I would do. It makes a lot of sense. People but get not pissed, but... Mil. Not a 17 mil. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't know. If he, if he could close, then, then yeah. <laughs> that's, you know, I, I know it's, uh, no one's going to... I would that, have but. him as a starter as opening season, and then if they make it into the playoffs and World Series, then I would say his last regular season game, that's where he says goodbye. Wow! Like have them start. Have, have give give the fans what they want, and then give it the fans what they want, and don't have him like even sh- come close to the mound. Right? He just can't seem to take that pressure. Or, or yeah. He's, he's sadly and unfortunately, for whatever the reasons, snake bit. And I don't know the guy at all. Yeah. He is a great pitcher, but he's always going to be thought of as the guy that can't. Well, that that I don't know. I think out. I think that curse has been broken in 2020 because he has a ring. So, yeah, yeah you can see all he wants. He's like, more, yeah, but I got a ring. Everybody else than it was him. But he has a and, ring. And I don't know. 2020 to me is shut up. <laughs> <laughs> it's just he has he has one of the rings. I wore no. I, as a matter listen, of fact, I, I, listen. I, hey, between. God bless you. I, but I, I just think 2020 as a whole is like an asterisk year. Like I, I don't remember who like I, the bubble for the NBA the the bubble where all the teams were like in Florida and playing well, but which was great like that bubble was like the best thing like so the NBA does this bubble right you go okay that's pretty smart that that that's pretty smart to keep playoffs and this is how yeah. we can do it yeah they 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 drove the ratings right yeah but once once the following season came it was like oh. COVID doesn't exist. <laughs> Bubbles are... Bubble. No, like, they, they should do the bubble for <laughs> for the, bubble. the playoffs. You know what I mean? And make it like March Madness. You know? Yeah, I, they were so forward thinking. But then they, after that... They strayed from like, the formula. Eh, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so, baseball season starting. We've covered baseball. Real, 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 not, 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 not necessarily over really quick. I did – so when the Dodgers won the World Series, they gave out a replica ring, right? I brought it to the bar, and I was like, here's my replica ring, and and, and I wear it every now you, and then. Wait, what do you mean they gave out? 
a, a replica ring. So an actual ring. If you went to the uh, no. game, a certain amount of fans got a replica ring of the World Series ring. That that the that the players got. But they gave it out. Yeah. yeah. They do a lot of giveaways. Boston Boston doesn't do that. <laughs> the shade. The shade. Sorry, I couldn't help myself. Boston gives things away, Sorry. but they don't give away a replica ring. Yeah. Like, is it plastic? No, oh. no. This it's like metal. It's like it's, and it's big and it's heavy. Really? It's yes. huge. Yeah, I'll, I'll show you a photo of it. My God, because gave that no. See, the Red Sox did not give out yeah. a replica ring. You had to pay for that replica ring, and it wasn't cheap. No, no this well, came. This came with fifteen thousand. I think. Uh, no, it was like thirty five thousand. Oh, yeah. But but keep in mind the the Dodgers hold fifty six thousand. So this is a, this is the, this is a photo of it. You could just show it to him. I, I wore it. Jesus! It, and wait, was it one size fits all? Yeah, it's one it? size fits all. Jesus! And so I wore this uh, a couple weeks ago. I was going to a birthday party to like a I forgot what how old, but like sixty or seventy year old. Uh, someone turned 60 or 70 or something like that. But kind of like an important party, you know. So I was like, oh, I'm going to wear my, my ring, you know. <laughs> so I wore it. Now, I took this photo that you saw. Right. And, by the way, great. Uh, uh, since we were on the whole subject of toxic culture, um, I'm on this uh, website called Reddit. And, oh, sure. And for those that don't know what Reddit is, Reddit's a... Uh, it's it's not social media per se of more of just um, everybody interacting. It's more of like a club media, I want to say, because you, sure. whatever you're into, you're just part of that club and everybody yep. talks about. So, you know, I follow the Dodgers on there and I posted that I wore this ring. I'm like, hey, guys, you know, I'm like out of the 35 lucky thousand fans of us, oh I'm like who still wears this ring? And I posted a photo, that photo that you saw. What was the response? Oh, boy. I, you know, I can only imagine that a lot of it was probably jealousy. First of all, there was no jealousy. <laughs> no jealousy. <laughs> no jealousy okay. at all. Oh, boy. Um, let's see. Let me, let, let me read some of the spectacular comments. Uh, I got 22 comments. One of them says that uh, what was one of them? Hold on, one second. Suck it. No, it, it <laughs> hope was, your finger falls off. No, it was that I'll never need a condom because I'm never going to get laid while wearing that. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's see, I, I would get little, that. Little they, little do they know. I know that I don't get laid at all. Yeah, I, I, I get. Wow, I'm so glad I didn't wear my Spock ears. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of the, the best one. Um, someone, someone put that I need to start moisturizing my hands. It was insane, man. It was. I was like, "Come on, guys!" It was so you know. But but here's the thing: that's how much of a fan I am. It's like I'll wear my. Someone called it a Mickey Mouse ring, and I'm like, "Dude, I don't care. Like, I'm happy I got this ring, and I'm one of the thirty-five thousand. Yeah, the way I look at that, all those comments are came out of jealousy. That's all. They were jealous. They that's the way to look it. at it. That's, 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 that's the way you got to look at it. Jeez, I don't have to wear. I don't know if I wear that right. Wow. Yeah. Never getting anything for wear. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So anyway, so I just wanted to kind of um, touch about that. Yeah. Yeah. Did they, did they appreciate it at the party you went to, or, or, yeah. or, or yeah. were those oh. comments from the party? No, no. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, everybody at the party is always mesmerized by it. They're like, oh my god. They're like, you know, because there's Dodger fans there, like real fans, you know. And I'm yeah. like, I mean, I'm, so I'm not discounting the ones on the Reddit, but, you know, they're like, oh, that's fucking cool. You know, so it's just like on the internet, I'm slammed, you know, in person, uh, in person I'm loved, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but I still wear it, you know, and, and, As I, you and, should. I, and I wear it on a special occasion As you should. and stuff like that. So. As you should. I, look, I have no qualms about that sort of stuff because I get it. I, I do. And uh, let, let me. Uh, so I actually have you ever been to the Louisville. Have you ever been to Louisville, Kentucky? To, uh, Louisville, Louisville, <laughs> Louisville. Um, so I, 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 my job had taken me to Louisville, Kentucky, uh, on some downtime. I got to go to the Louisville Slugger Bat Factory. Nice. Okay. If, if you've never gone, I do highly. If you're a baseball fan, I highly recommend you do it. It's an amazing tour, history of baseball. Um, they got everybody's bats right oh, there. Oh, it's, yeah, it's, it's, so it's, cool. it's amazing. It's amazing. So, this was 2007. So, Red Sox had won World Series. I had on a Red Sox jacket. I was with some colleagues. And we were part of a tour group, and the tour guide was an older gent. We came to the place where they're making the bats. Have you ever seen them make bats and like how they they whittle these things down yeah. to everything? I've and seen some B-roll. Amazing. Yeah. And what I didn't know is that players will sign the contract with Louisville, right, with the Louisville Slugger bat, and then they they give their autograph, and Louisville Slugger will take it and put it on like this this metal thing so that they burn it into That's the cool. person's bat right so we were coming upon the bat factory watching this happen and our guide says oh you're all in luck they're making Alex Rodriguez's bats right now <laughs> we're like oh do, I, do we get to so piss like, on oh. them or <laughs> hey, well he goes would you like to see the Alex Rodriguez bat and I was like oh yeah Sure, I would love to. Uh-huh. Yeah, let's, let's go. Come on, yeah. Can't wait. Can't wait. So this this old man comes out with the bat, and he's giving it to people, and people are holding the bat in marvel and awe. He hands it to me. And mind you, I am, like, not hidden. I have a red, red yeah, sock yeah, jacket yeah. on. I took the bat from this gentleman. I made sure it was out of his hands. And I went, poo. Yeah. Yes, I hope this bat splinters and it goes right in your eye. <laughs> and the man went into vapor lock. My friends like stood away from me. They're like, oh, he ripped the bat out of my hand. And my friends are like going, Dimitri, what the hell are you doing? Like he was an old man. I said, what am I wearing? <laughs> like what? Like if he's an old man, he should think? know. <laughs> like do What do you think? As long as he is a Yankee. Do you think, like, yeah. I would have done this to Derek Jeter, who I think is one of the greatest shortstops of all times, and I have mutual respect for. He's a new, what did you expect was going to happen yeah. from me? <laughs> so, but I do recommend as a baseball fan, 
go there. They have some great bourbon bars. Uh, Louisville's a great town, and the Louisville Bat Factory was a highlight of the trip. It's, it's a great, great fun place. fun fact about me, Dimitri. Yeah, I'm a gin man. I'm not a I'm not oh, a bourbon. So sure. like you're like great bourbon. I'm like who cares? Yeah. <laughs> uh, they have a, they have a good gin bar like farther on an, on a on a satellite. Yeah. Street. No, no. <laughs> okay, I'm like deal. I'm there. I'm there. Well, good to, good to know. Yeah, to know. as the man's drinking Southern Comfort. And yeah. Well, it's because it's because it was yeah, it was a you know I, I always use my explore things. Yeah, but I use my life as as you know for this show to make topics and stuff like that. So that's I understand. Why. I understand. Yeah. All right. So very quickly, we actually I can't believe we actually talk sports. <laughs> it's very rare. We, we really. Our sports you know, segments are, yes. Yeah. We go all over the place. Sure. Yeah, it's, that's the beauty of it. Remember the whole pool of yep. red? So, um, I need to take your take because football season, the offseason is happening. Yes, Monday starts the trades. There's a lot of shit happening in the in the AFC West. Tons. You that's could, right. You get Russell Wilson went to the Broncos. Yes, yes. And this is... Um, a bad idea, and I'm going to tell you why. And I don't think anyone's gotten this take on this or not. But we are so used to Patrick Mahomes, you know what I mean? That it's not it's not nothing new for us. It's not like oh my god, Russell Wilson. It's like okay, like we already have we already have one of the best um, you know quarterbacks that we go up against. So okay, we're kind of already prepared for that. And you got Kelly O'Mac. Yes, yes, which is which makes it even better. So now we have. Um, uh, Joey Bosa and Mac on the other end to yeah. sandwich everybody. So it could have happened at such a great time uh, for the Chargers, at least for the Chargers. I'm a Chargers fan. The, the, as of right now, the AFC West has made the most moves in regards to like making everything better. <laughs> the Chargers, you can tell. Flip the it Chargers around. Better. Flip yeah. it around. Listen, <laughs> I wish that I, I got to be honest. I wish the Chargers never left San Diego. I, I do too because I loved instead of I love the two hour drive there instead of the two hour drive back in traffic that I'm doing from SoFi. It's the same traffic. I'm like, damn it. Dang, that's very but, true. But in that's San Diego is such a beautiful city, and I felt that had they, they there was land there to be developed, yeah, where they could have made one of those, maybe not as. Like giant, as great as SoFi, but maybe like like um, Patriot Square. Mm. Like like you could have made one of those really break? good modern stadiums down there again, and you wouldn't have pissed off those San Diego people, right? San Diegans, San Diegans. But again, my take that you know nobody, I don't know that I don't think anybody understood was I wanted. To turn Qualcomm into kind of our Lombardi Stadium, you know, yes. no, that that's what I don't like about football is whatever's old is out. You know what I mean? We only want new, and like instead of embracing the 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 old culture, they just toss it out. And th- again, th- and I'll never be elected anything, but I would have loved to them just kind of restore Qualcomm and do some other improvements around it. Yeah, and that's the difference between football and baseball, where baseball will hang hang on to Fenway mm-hmm. Parks and, and, and the Dodger Stadium. Dodger Stadium. Have you been, yeah, by the way? Oh, you've yeah, been to beautiful Dodger Stadium. Here's Blue Heaven on This That's history. That, that is, sure. that is a, that's Qualcomm true. is not where, like, the frozen tundra of Lambeau Field. Nobody's like... 
we're going to Qualcomm Stadium, and that, no, nobody's like looking at it like. <laughs> no, I, 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 it's not an NFL film. Yeah, I get, you know, it, I get it. I get it. A hundred percent. But there are enough San Diego fans. Listen, this is coming from a Greek Spanos. Like he just yeah. screwed over San Diego. Yeah. And it was all for like money. Like they had space. He just he wanted to be. He, he just didn't. He was a little baby. He didn't get what he wanted, which was to be downtown. Yeah. Right. Um. And and you know he he just picked up his all his toys and and moved to to Los Angeles. Is basically what happened. They have a really good baseball field. Uh, Petco. Sandy Petco. Yeah. A fantastic. Good, fun field to be, and it's right in the heart. Qualcomm. It's not like it was like. A million miles away. Yeah. <laughs> and to your point, they could have built that up to be somewhat of a destination point where people didn't feel like all we're getting is this yeah. parking lot. Yeah. They could have built that up. And then you have, and it's an, it really is in a central location. Yeah. And downtown San Diego, come on, it's beautiful. Yeah. SeaWorld, and you had a place that was beautiful. And you just didn't get what you want. Yeah. And I, I feel bad. My cousin lives in San Diego. And her son, who's a huge Chargers fan, uh, they were devastated. That I was devastated, too. I'm like, damn it, you're coming here? Damn it, I was even more pissed. I knew the traffic, you know what I mean? Yeah. Right. But, again, you know what I mean? Uh, Money. Big okay, but yeah. at this point, have you seen how, how, you've seen what? Three or four games so far? I think five. Not to brag. And how, how, many, how many did you go watch at Qualcomm on a, on a, on a regular basis? Uh, a lot because uh, I had a um, – uh, not I had. Uh, my cousin had a suite there. So I was there a lot. Uh, I got to go to a lot of championship games. Uh, I got to be on the field a few times. Oh, okay. You know. <laughs> you know. Yeah, you know. Be a fan, you know. Sorry, I mean, I, I went to. My, took yeah. my point away. <laughs> I went to Qualcomm once to go see San Diego. It was a uh, San Diego and Patriots. Was it? Uh, I think it was just. Uh, when was it? I think I was there. We might have both been there. We, we could have been there. All I yeah. know is that my seat, I was closer to God than I was. The <laughs> you needed to like, be. I was easy. <laughs> oh, wow. Calm down. I've seen what makes you laugh. <laughs> there you have it. Yeah. Um, so... But yeah, it was it was a fine place. It was a fine place. Uh, the Patriots lost that day. Yeah, but you know, I got I got wet by the Dolphin show. Um, yeah, it was a great fucking weekend. I left going home smelling like fish, and my Patriots lost. Yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I love San Diego. Yeah, no, I do. I actually, the San Diego is a great city. It is. I, I if, if if I could afford to live there, I would probably move to San Diego. It's really place. great. All I know is I found a great sandwich shop across from the convention center over there. Where? Huh? Where? What sandwich shop? Okay. I can't remember the name of it, but it's like the first street in... Is that the name of it? I can't remember the yeah, name of exactly. it. exactly. <laughs> but it's it's a liquor store okay. with this little fucking tiny sandwich shop inside of the liquor store. Okay. And phenomenal sandwiches. Really? Phenomenal. I was like, I had a pastrami beat... Uh, like VLT with Australia, like, yeah. this is amazing. There's a great bar further up that street called the Flying Pig, 
which is good. That the the only reason why I went there is because we were talking Comic Con earlier. Yeah. It's it's far enough up that people don't want to make the walk, mm-hmm. so you can walk in and actually get a seat. Is that, is that the one on the corner? I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's a good bar. Enough, yeah. It's it's a fun bar, but yeah, it's like oh you, my yeah. god. Jesus. Nate in the house, ladies and gentlemen. Like I'll just, I'll just air air it. Um, yeah, one of the classics. Yeah, very cool. There's a great Hooters uh, there as well. Great, great what? I'm sorry, Hooters. Uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> there as well. The the women of San Diego, fantastic, fantastic. Katiki Bar in San Diego and downtown. There's a lot of bars in downtown. There's a lot of bars in downtown. Yeah, I mean, I love San Diego, except they're in Comic Con. Yeah. Um, What else is going on in sports? Um, They took the F1 racing away from Russia. They took everything away from Russia. They took everything away from Russia in sports. They're no no longer able to qualify for the World Cup. Yeah, so uh, more more sanctions, of course, coming uh, down their way. And anything else going on in sports? I'm not talking about All right. I like no. All right. Last call for topics. Uh, any topic that you want to discuss, Dimitri? No, I mean, listen, I'll just say this. Thank you very much for having me as a guest. As much as I'm... Just by accident, I assure you. I know. <laughs> I know. Like I said, wrong seat. We wrong appreciate you. Yeah. And, and oh. as much as I'm self-effacing, uh, I do consider it an honor to, to get to talk about anything and that people will listen. I hope I didn't bring your ratings down. Um, That's impossible. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we he brought know. up the downloads, and we we're super happy about yeah. that. Like, people started download, and that's amazing to us. But it's a surprise. I'm yeah. not kidding. At some point, just look into Twitter Spaces. Um, I do have a band for you to to, to potentially check out because um, you like music yeah. and you interview these people. Uh, I'm going to give them a plug right now. Crimson Apple. Comes uh, Apple, okay. They're a women band. They're all, all right. and they're sisters. Fantastic. And I got to tell you, uh, some of the most talented women I've ever seen playing music, they actually brought me back to when I saw them perform. I just actually brought me back into watching live music again. Uh, they're from Hawaii, but, but Crimson Apple, they do a pop alternative. So if okay. you're looking to interview uh, yep. a band, Check I don't out. work for them. Right. But, but that's how I get a lot of my interviews, too, is people will be like, hey, you should check out this band and check out this band. I'm like, all right, then I'll check them out. I'm like, yeah, they're cool. Yeah. And I'll, I'll hit them up. And I'm so glad that actually that we got, I mean, I love that our backgrounds sort of parallel. Yeah. Working in radio station. Um, Dave, you, we talked movies last week. Yeah, last, weekend. last weekend. And, and uh, when you're able to sit with some, 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 some good gentlemen, and I use the term loosely. Yes. I'm neither <laughs> gentle as you nor should. a man. As you should. So, um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, to get to do this, I, I just appreciate it. So thank you very much for having me. Uh, anytime you ever want to talk movies, yeah, let for me sure. know. Uh, Adam Project is good. Uh, Turning Red is very good, and we talked about Batman. It's very yeah. good. Is it, is it on? Uh, is it Turning out? Red's on the Disney Plus. Is it on Disney Plus? Yeah. Right Turning Red's on Disney Plus. Yeah. It, 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 it should be in theaters. Yeah. It, I mean, it's Pixar. It should be in movie theaters. It is in theaters too, but it's also on. Not real, real quick. everywhere. Yeah, I know this is gonna sound weird. I'm kind of excited, and I and I know I talked shit earlier about remakes and stuff. I kind of want to see the Firestarter. Yeah, you know, I haven't seen. 
I just think that, you know, with what you can do with it now, sure. I just want to see what they did with it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yep. It's like, there are certain movies that, like, you, know, you can never touch. You can never touch Princess Bride. You can, right. you know, you, you know, but I would love, Firestarter is actually one that I'm, I'm okay, like, like you have the ability to, to up the game of it. Sure. And what was the other one? Um, the Last Starfighter. I think The Last Starfighter should be remade. It was remade into a book. Um, the guy that did Ready Player One wrote a book called, I believe it was called Armada. Uh, I hope I got that right. And it was basically a retelling of Last Starfighter. Um, the dir- okay, uh, some so movie trivia here, since you brought up Last Starfighter. Okay. The director of Last Starfighter, his name is Nick Castle. Okay. Um, who is, does, do you know what Nick Castle is made famous for, for being? The Punisher? No, that's Frank Castle. That's Frank Castle. No. Nick Castle played the original shape, or he played Michael Myers in the original Halloween. Oh, wow. Okay. <clears throat> and another Halloween reference from The Last Starfighter is the lead actor, whose name now escapes me, but The Last Starfighter, yeah. he was actually in Halloween too. Lance. Lance Guest. That's his name. Okay. So you will see both Lance Guest and Nick Castle at uh, Halloween conventions, but they'll be autographing Last Starfighter <laughs> merch. <laughs> so awesome. it's uh, really funny, but, but I love Last Starfighter. I loved it. Yeah. I love it. It's a great movie. Yeah. yeah. And I, I just think with... with with what the CG and all and the effects now, I think that would it would be really well, well done, especially because the gaming world, mm-hmm. you know, it still fits now. Right. So you have one person who the like, Adam Project had the feels of that '80s kind of sci-fi okay. um, action flick, sort of like like the Last Starfighter or 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 Star Kid uh, or the Explorers. Yeah. No. It had that oh, like kid sci-fi kind of vibe to it. So Very cool. there you go. Gotcha. Uh, one last topic I wanted to discuss was um, <laughs> me and David are both wearing the same shirt and it's you know it's always funny when because we don't have any we don't have similar taste in clothes at all <laughs> at all but you know it's it's weird and I don't know if this is a, a men are from Venus girls are from Mars type thing I don't even know if I got that even right but if two women wear the same exact outfit it's World War 10 you know what I mean it's 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 mayhem. Yeah, it's complete chaotic chaos. But when two guys wear the same shirt, it's it's more of just like, ah, uh, we're not going to either change. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's like, why didn't you call me? Yeah. <laughs> but I will say, though... I, 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 I feel like you, you, you'll be safe in your shirt going anywhere. I hope. <laughs> Unless a convention. Unless like a convention. Yeah, yeah. I'm not privileged enough to have a Cove shirt. I was thinking of buying one if you sell them here. Um, but here's the deal, though. If you're going to a convention and you're going with a group of friends and two guys are wearing the same shirt, it's like, son of a Really? It's like, then, then, then that crosses the geek line. You know? It's like, it's like you couldn't have worn a different Michael Myers shirt. You couldn't have worn a different Star Wars shirt. Like, you have so many. Like, that's when guys will get, like, oh, only if it's a convention. It's on a podcast. It's all good. Yeah. Because nobody, you know, it, it's fine. But when you're going to, like, a geek thing already, yeah, two well, guys, I mean, it's like, uh, 
I was like, talk about not having to work. Well, I mean, you, you look at it like you're like, oh, it, okay, that's the seventh Spider-Man I've seen today at Comic Con. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I thought my shirt was special. Yeah. How did you get that? You said it was one of a kind. You said it was one of a kind. How did you get that? Well, you bought it for me for Christmas. So. Okay. Well. <laughs> All right, we're gonna get ready to do our final cheers. Final cheers. So let, let's get uh, you a drink really let's get you quick. A drink. Yeah. And uh, while we're waiting on that, guys, thank you so much for tuning in and being a part of the program. We really, truly appreciate it. Again, we touched on it earlier, but the downloads, um, was it to quote, uh, is it Sally Field? You like me. You really like me. So, <laughs> How can people download this and how can people find your podcast? Well, luckily you should uh, ask because we are available everywhere. Uh, for streaming, yes. Put that we, one on on mine, please. No, 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 no. no. We can buy the yeah. gas to drink. Yeah, um, but uh, we are available on multiple streaming platforms. For more information, feel free to log on to drinkstowardsby.com. There, you'll see the list of all the uh, streaming you. platforms. Drink that to drinks to words by drinks drinks to words by drinks to word by dot com. So exactly. drinks to word by dot com words, is words, words. words. plural. So, yeah, so we um, it took us a, it took us a while to figure out the name, and we what was the original was like uh, words cocktails to drink and, by? yeah, but then there was cocktails and conversation when I'm like, damn it, yeah, it was taken. Yeah, it took us a while to find one, and it was the uh, a, a bartender who says, why don't you just switch it up, drinks to words by, and we're like. It's fucking genius. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is. And it was born. Yeah. <laughs> it is. So it's a play on words because we're drunk. Yeah. Drinktowardsby.com. Drinktowardsby.com. All streaming all, yeah. podcasts. Oh, on iTunes, on iHeartMedia. Uh, Amazon Music. Uh, let, me, let me ask you this. YouTube. So on YouTube, are people allowed to comment? Yes. yes. All right, do they comment? Yeah. No. So, <laughs> no. Do they, yeah. so this goes out live. Do you, it no. goes out live? No. no. Are live. we live on tape? Yeah. Live on tape. Because, yeah. I mean, and this is just a me thing, is if we go out live, sometimes I'm just like looking at the chat and it's distracting and I'm trying to kind of keep things moving along, you know? So, That's why you need like... Your co-host there needs to like be online to like say hey. I know, but I, I got I got everything running through here, yeah. so I, you know what I mean. No, we I can't actually, move. And actually, uh, we did one episode where we did a cooking show while sure. we were doing. It. Yeah, so we were at uh, the apartment. My wife was the one reading the comments while we were cooking and, and bantering. She's yeah. next to Mo right now. Yeah. Nice. I'll introduce you after. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, yeah. but so, I just get too distracted, and, I, and me, I like to. I'm one of those guys. I'm, I get it. I like to. Keep things moving along. That's why you kind of need, like, then have a producer to yeah. do that. And yeah. Well, apparently we have a camera guy now that's going to start mounting shit. <laughs> <laughs> he came up to me and was like, I'm going to bring some stands. We're going to do this. I'm like, no, that's not what this show's about. <laughs> like, this show's just... It's like, we're not going to be able to stop them. You saw yeah, what happened. I know, I know, I know. Well, drink to words by drinkstores.com. Uh, yes. Check it out. I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll, uh, I'll type it in your phone. Just so you yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, I'll, yeah. I'll have it, but, you yeah. know, it's, 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 it's all sort of yeah. marketing things. Yeah. You just get it out there. Yeah. Just say it over and over again. Thank you. We, we need to get it out there for the Venmo. Yeah. <laughs> by the way, we are on Venmo, you guys. Uh, we are for sale. That's right. Uh, you yes. go, ahead, go ahead and uh, I think we did a good job. Feel free to tip us. 
Uh, we are on the Vedmo, so drinks towards by at look for us. And uh, if you want to buy us uh, a round or just buy us off, uh, go ahead and uh, throw us a few fazools. If you want to be on the show, we talked about anything and you want to comment or send us if an If you're email. a Star Wars fan or a Star Trek fan and yeah. you want to jump in that conversation, by all means, talk to Albert. If you're a hot <laughs> single female that likes Charger fans, uh, email us. Uh, drinks to words by. I'm a Browns fan, by the way. At gmail.com. Uh, feel free. What was that condom mark again? Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm married. <laughs> I do quite well for me. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, also, um, where will we be if we wouldn't be here at the, the Cove? Cove. Um, your first Anywhere, by all means, let us know. We will travel. Yeah, we will travel, <laughs> but um, you know, this is our little commercial for the Cove. But, yeah. uh, tell me about your first time walking into the Cove and your experience. Oh, I felt at home. You know, the, 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 to me, the, the, the best part of a bar is when I feel comfortable. And... There's, there's, again, coming from Boston, Boston has its fill of pretentious bars, right? Yeah. L.A. has its fill of pretentious bars. <laughs> I like going into a bar where I just feel comfortable. Like, I walked, I was by myself, and I can make friends and have easy conversation. You're already in a bar, so you have that common thread, right? And then when you build upon that... That, to me, is the best vibe that a bar can give. Um, so my first feeling was that feeling of comfort. That's part of why I'm back again. Um, the selection, I'm a bourbon fan. Their selection of bourbons is amazing over here. Uh, the, the price is right. But the people, I think the a bar's customers are the best part of a bar. I agree. And when I can go in and feel kind of like at home... That's the bar for me. I don't need pretension. I just need a place that I can go to, sit, be by, like, even if I'm by myself and feel comfortable straddling up to the bar, asking for a cocktail, asking for a recommendation, being part of a podcast. (laughs) That's the kind of bar that I would call my bar. So that's how I feel about the code. I'm so glad that Maria suggested it. Uh, and I'm glad to have made the trek because it's a trek. It's a trek. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's a trek <laughs> yeah. from where you know from where I'm coming from. But for me, it's worth it. I'm gonna get that Coast Guard guy. Yeah. out yeah. here Let's sometime, um, so we can do our salute to service. Yes. Yeah, yeah. He, he would love that. that yeah. Would be, that would be for great. sure. For sure. He has so much insight into movies. I've had him on my podcast. Because he worked on a great movie called The Finest Hours. Oh, I, I saw it. Which is about the Coast Guard's most successful small boat rescue. Yeah. Um, but he's a great guy. So, yeah, I can't wait to bring him in here. So, that's what I think about the code. Cool. Plus, you have Maria as a bartender. Yep. Everybody here is just so nice. It's that, and that's then it's day shift. Yeah, and not, <laughs> yeah, and not only that, but every now and then a regular brings in food. Thank you for bringing in some portos. Yeah, and, you brought you some know. food, and then there's gonna be barbecue later. Yeah, yes. we're gonna do uh, th- this. Kicks off by the way. This podcast is kicking off uh, trailer trash bingo. White trash bingo. Uh, white trash bingo. Like I said. Uh, <laughs> White Trash Vigo. And, um, yeah, so for a couple weeks, every Sunday, they're going to be doing bingo. You can win some fun prizes. 
uh, very white trashy prizes at that. I think one time they they what was um. I, w- I won a, a pregnancy tampon. test. I, yeah. yeah, I won a pregnancy test. I think they give out a tampon, a tampon as a prize yeah. as well. You won a pregnancy test? Yeah, I did. Oh, good. Yeah. good for you. Came back positive. Came back positive. It was amazing. <laughs> it was weird. Uh, my, pH, my pH balance was off. It's because you didn't study hard <laughs> Yeah, right? <laughs> exactly. So, again, uh, guys, uh, the code, we cannot thank them uh, enough for everything that they do. Maria, Maria uh, <laughs> catch her weekends unless she's moving. Uh, catch her on <laughs> Saturdays and Sundays. No, I mean like you your apartment. Me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I also work Wednesday nights. So oh, that's right. That's right. I keep on forgetting that. And, and there you'll see the silver fox. So uh, make sure to go check them out there, and you'll all see Demers. So uh, go ahead and uh, check her out any day that you can make it. Uh, so do that. And for more information, uh, go to covecocktailbar.com. And uh, thanks again. Okay, now time for final the cheers. final cheers. Uh, David, go ahead and give out your final cheers. Um, sorry. Yeah. 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 Jesus. Give me a second, all right? Give me a second. So, um, we have been trying to get a person by the name of Christian Lutz on this show. That's right. Who owes a debt to me from a bet we made. Okay. A blood debt? Almost. I'm supposed to be shaving his goatee, but he's dodging me. So, my cheers goes to the people who, who pay their debts when you make a bet. Whether it's money or... Personal or whatever. When you you own up to your bet, I respect that, and I want to cheers those people. Not you, Christian. All right. <laughs> uh, well, I, I have yeah. to cheers the podcast uh, for having me on as a guest and the code bar. We appreciate you. Um, I have to cheers that, just like I said, and to all those listeners who stayed listening or who will listen and who will download. So cheers. That to me, cheers to Sunday, cheers to Maria and her move. Um, and just everybody be safe. And cheers to the Ukraine. Yeah, we appreciate that. Cheers. cheers. Maria, who are you cheersing to? Um, yeah, I kind of have to echo it a little bit. Um, I hadn't seen Albert over the weekend. I missed him a little bit, so I'm going to have to include um, Albert in my cheers today. Um, and, yeah, thank you guys for the podcast. All right. And my cheers is going to go out to any newlywed couple. Uh, cheers to love. You know what I mean? And, um, yeah, I, I've been doing some weddings lately and um, noticed the one thing. Is that you can walk up to the bar, you can do anything, you can cut in front of a bar, you can cut in front of a line, as long as you say it's for the bride and groom, you can, do, you can get away with anything, you know, uh, make it a double, it's for the bride and groom, got it, you know, there, there's no toilet paper, it's for the bride and groom, take my sock, you know what I mean, like, it's, as long as it's for the bride and groom, Anything is possible. Anything goes. Yeah, anything goes. So uh, my cheers to all those newlyweds and future weds and past weds. And past weds. Uh, you know, to the love. To the love. Yeah. To love. To love. Cheers. Cheers, cheers everybody. Cheers. All right. That's a wrap it up for this edition of Drinks Towards by uh, David. 
Kick him out. You ain't got to go home, but you got to get up out of here. Bye-bye. Get out of here. We're out of here. Later.